Okay, everyone, welcome to another edition of Sparm Chatter Live. Today we're going to meet tonight. We're going to be joined by Ron Biederman of Art Scroll, discussing Art Scroll, book publishing, all the stuff they put out, etc. All that kind of uh, stuff. Um, if anyone has any questions, please ask. Um, like I pointed out on Twitter, please ask to join. Um, okay, let's come on. Try to stay away from the obvious questions, everyone, because kind of obvious okay we have you i hear you do you hear me you hear me perfect okay um why don't we start out with we obviously i mentioned that you work for art scroll but how about you know tell us a bit about that maybe give us a bit of your background and tell us a bit about yourself well, now we lost him. Hold on. We lost you. You have to uh, call back in. Hold on one minute. There we go. We got him again. Hold on. Now you're there. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so tell us a bit about yourself. Hold on, everybody said, one second, one second. Wait, 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 everybody said there's no sound they can't hear, but I can hear you. That's very weird, hold on. Why not, why can't anybody hear? Can't hear him, oh, he hung up again. Okay, well, I'm gonna, Delete this. Let me restart with him. Hold on. Let's let's restart a new. You hear me? Okay. Let's see if he's going to join one more time. And we can get him on. Okay. You can't hear the guest, but you can hear me. So let's see if he can get back on. No, he was on top of the screen, but he's not now. Okay, that's weird. No, I will not sing while we wait. That's not a bad idea. Okay. Hold on. Let's see if he can get back on. Not sure what happened there. Um, he's supposed to be on. Right, 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 right. I see the I, here. Okay, he was on top of the screen for me. Now he's up there. You're in countdown. Hold on, it's five second countdown. Okay, I now. hear you. Can everybody hear him now, or no? Does anybody hear me? Does anybody hear me? Let's. Yep, yeah, there you go. Okay. okay, okay. Start so, over again with who you're not and who you are. Go ahead. Okay, I'm not sure who I am, but I'll tell you who I'm not. I have a dear cousin named Avram Biederman, who's the uh, head of Shuvu and the close Talmud of Rav Palm. I am not him. I am. He's the youngest. He's the oldest of our first cousins. He's the oldest one, and I am the youngest one. So there's a bit of a spread there, and I am not him. So those who want to hear him can tune out now. <laughs> Former former uh, Commissioner of Housing Preservation and Development, former Commissioner of Finance of the City of New York. I am not him. So I have a much more uh, boring life. I, uh, I grew up in Borough Park. I uh, went to Yeshiva of Staten Island in ninth grade. I am not related to Ramaylech either. So, um, but I am related to the other one. The other A. Biederman is my first cousin. Um, Ramaylech is a different Biederman family. We're a Gerem and he is a Lelavar Meshpacha. So, uh, 
I came to Yeshiva Staten in the ninth grade. I was there through Kylo, and uh, pretty much that's my uh, boring educational career. <laughs> Uneventful educational career. So um, I joined Art Scroll in 1988. 18, excuse me. Yeah, I joined Art Scroll in 19. No, I joined Art Scroll in 1990, excuse me. As a, um, I was in sales originally. I on the side. I had some experience writing and editing. I read, I wrote for several, uh, a good, I wrote for a, a publication called the Tsiray Forum, which uh, hasn't existed in many years. I used to run, I used to, um, I did a publication for the Yagoda, it was called Daf Chizuk, that came out four times a year with uh, Shmuzen that were translated into English. Um, so I did have some writing experience and um, they gave me some books. I was editing some books on the side in 1994 I moved into my current um, ambiguous position. Now, what was your connection to art school? How'd you get, how'd you start to, how'd you get hooked up? How'd I get hooked up? Um, so I, like I said, I worked in, I, I learned, in, I attended Yeshua of Staten Island, which is a division of MTJ. Uh, Mayor Zlatowicz uh, was very involved in the uh, MTJ in general, but he was involved in the dinners and I used to help run the dinners and uh, we worked together. We used to meet each other. Uh, before the dinner and at the dinner, and he had told me that if I'm ever looking for a job, I should reach out to him. So that's what happened. The rest is history. Okay, so you said you started out editing there, and what did you quickly... No, I started out in sales. Started out in sales, okay. And then you... So where you... Your current position, you said you've been in there for a while. What is your current position? What do you do right now for um, high school? I do editing. I'm one of the senior editors, managing editor. You're also, we, we don't have... We don't have... We're not big on corporate titles, so for many years, I was a managing editor. I guess I still am. Nobody else took over that role. Um, Mendy Hertzberg took over a lot of the management, though I deal more with the editing. And uh, what do I do? For the last several years, I've been working on specific projects. Before that, I was working on all projects. I still um, questions. There are, we have projects. We have a project like the Gemara. We have a project like Unclos. We have a project like, like Enyakov or like, Tosos. Those are self-contained projects. They have teams working on them. I don't generally get involved in, in those projects. Um, there are, but we have all sorts of other books and all sorts of other Svarim that come out. Those go to different editors. Um, I am generally get involved in those when there are questions or things that need to be determined, etc. And I'm sort of the person that has to be Machria. Now, what is the biggest project at Art School that you've been involved in? Because the most important, let's call that be the biggest. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, didn't... I, guess, I guess what I was saying was, what is the biggest project you've been involved in? I guess I mean the most important by biggest. I, I don't know what's the most important project that I've been involved in. <laughs> um, I've been involved in dozens of and dozens of forum. I've forum books. Um, and as far as projects go, I'm not. Again, I'm not generally involved in projects for the last several two years. I've been involved in the Chumash with the teachings of the Talmud. That was my project. Generally, I haven't been involved in projects. I did, I did author um, the Mishkan book, and um, I, I've been involved in rewriting many books. But uh, as far as uh, projects, I generally have stayed out of projects, except for, like I'm saying, this Chumash with the teachings of the Talmud. Um, as far as work, books that I've worked on, I've worked on tens and tens of books. Um, probably the most distinguished of them and uh, the one that I had the, the, uh, that I, I get uh, that I get far more credit for than I deserve 
because my name was put on the title page, was uh, is the introduction to the Talmud. Uh, that's one of the. Uh, that's one of the. That's a big book. Another uh, thing that I've been involved in recently, that I that I that I'm very proud of actually is is the Sephardi Sitter, which was uh, which was a very. Uh, it was very exciting to work on that. Okay, so the, the first thing I want to ask you, I want to get to the Mishkan and to the all the projects that you've just mentioned, but do you actually do any translating? Have you done any translating work, or is that something that you don't do? Have I done translating work directly? No, right. I have not. Um, no, I can't. I do not. Uh, I have not translated as far, except for in the Chumash with the teachings of the Talmud. I've done several of the Parshias, so in that in that regard, I've translated those. That is not an adapt. That's not. A, that's not a translation of the Gemara. It's an adaptation. So it's a completely new work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you, like you said, you you wrote the Mishkan book. There's a Mishkan book that you wrote. Can you tell tell everyone a bit if they don't know what it is about it? That was did a, it come about that you wrote that? Okay, so usually what happens is you write the book and then they do the movie. We sort of did it backwards. We did a DVD. We did an interactive DVD on the Mishkan, and then we turned that into a book. What what happened there was um, I was. Uh, Basically, Rabbi Zlatowicz and uh, decided that I was the guy that was most uh, appropriate to lead a team, to lead a team in developing this interactive DVD. That team included um, three other big Talmudah, no, not three, included myself and three major Talmudah Chachamim. Uh, Rabbi Avi Gold, who was a longtime art scroll author and an editor, he now does freelance work. Rabbi Menachem Silber was one of our uh, Gemara editors, and uh, Rabbi Mary Goldstein, who was a good friend of mine and also a major Talmud Chacham. What we did was we went through piece by piece every aspect of the Mishkan, every aspect of the Mishkan, as explained in Truman Petzava, pretty much a little bit in Kisisa, and we were machria how it should be presented. Um, we discussed how it should be presented. I was Machria how it should be presented. Um, we and uh, it was it was a uh, probably a two year long process. That that process that included those two years included a lot of work on the on the technical end. We had a great team at at Cole Rum Multimedia Hanania Kramer. Um, we were working with him. Who, who they did the programming end. We also worked with a team of modelers. Um, we worked with a team of modelers that contracted out from New Orleans, but they were all over the place. This was a company that worked with Bone Grumman and the Defense Department. They were top-level modelers. To develop the models of the Mishkan, we have thousands and thousands of pages of notes that we gave them to, to instruct them. So that, that's how that worked out. That's how we developed that. And after after that came out, we decided to turn that into a print book, and that was a that was my that was my task. Was was the Mishkan something that you a topic that you were always interested in, or you said like I, you said approached you and you wanted I, you to do it? I have to admit that um, that um, when I was thirteen, I learned Masech Tzmidus. I learned it many times since then. But I cannot say that I was one of these guys that was like a real geek building the, building the Mishkan, you know, in, in my spare time. No, I was not one of those guys who was very into it. 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm a person who's, I'm a visual person and I like interpreting what I learn into something that I could see in my mind. So I guess that's why they felt perhaps I should do it. Gotcha. Now, you, you mentioned previously that the, the new introduction to the Talmud, which came out, is something that your name is on in the front. What was your involvement with that, and what can you tell us about how that came about? That came about, that was, that's been a project that's been on the, um, on, on the stove for since the Gemara project, almost, almost since the Gemara project began. It, it, took fit, it came with fits and starts. Ultimately, it was really what it turned into was an introductory volume, was originally seen as a reference volume, and it sort of developed, we felt that it would be more helpful as, a, as an introductory volume. And um, as an introductory volume where we'd give the background, we'd give all sorts of information. We may at some point do a reference volume as well, but right now um, we, we stuck with this. This developed over many years, and uh, like we said, like I said, um, it, it took on many different forms over the years. As any project, it's organic. It's something that develops, and you see what direction it's heading and, and what how it would be most helpful to people, and you make that what you feel will be most helpful to people, and that's the direction that you take it. This book is essentially, essentially the book is essentially a project that that that. Uh, it includes several different books. It's it's the biographies. It's the it's the history and and, and the background. It's the, uh, the you know the historical background. It's it's the material in the back. The 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 Rambam to to Mishnah Torah. The Akdam of the Rambam to to say the Zerayim and the Geras Rav Now that's essentially five different books right there in that volume. Now what was your what was so what was your involvement with the project exactly? My involvement with the project was. Um, I wrote some of the introductory material. I put together some of the introductory material. I managed um, a, a, a good part of the uh, of the flow, and the and I edited quite a few of the biographies. Uh, most, I'd say, most of the biographies uh, have my hand someplace in the middle. So, and what did you use for that to do that to do the biographies? There were uh, there was a team of people that did it. Um, their names are listed in the book. Um, what did we use? We primarily based the we primarily based biographies in Toldos Tanam Vamaraim and his and his Hachros. We do make much, much mention of, of, of when there when there are we men, we do mention when there are descending opinions generally, and uh, we note them. And we it's it's a quite a very comprehensive work. It's really a right. I think it's proven to be a, a quite popular and a, a nice work. Uh, a question that a lot of people have asked me is: Is there a point to you know, this is basically a companion to the Shas. Is there plans to make this into, you know, uh, in Hebrew, to go with the Hebrew Shas, which is super popular? You know, a lot of people actually like the Hebrew one better. Yes, so, there is. Actually, it's underway. It's underway. It's underway right oh, it is. now. Yes, there's actually, I have to say that Art Scroll, um, we've turned the table somewhat. It started, actually, the first project was the Mishkan book that we translated from, from English into Lush and Kaidish. Um, we, I mean, the Shas was actually the first. The Hebrew Shas, and then we went to that. Then we have the uh, we have our Hebrew Mishnayos. We ha and and now we're doing this in the English, in the Lashon Kodesh. We're doing our Sefer Achanuch in Lashon Kodesh as well. 
Oh, well, let me ask you a question. Do you mention that? The Shasta, the translation, I thought it was a totally different job. The Hebrew one is different. It's, it's not, not a, a translation. It's not a, trans it's not a translation per se. No, it's not really. It's a rethought, re it's a redeveloped project, project because it's dealing with a different audience. You're assuming greater knowledge on the part of Berlusian Kodesh reader than you are on the part of your English reader. You're dealing with a different audience. Since you're addressing a different audience, you're presenting something somewhat different. It is, though, based on, fundamentally, they started with the English Gemara, and they worked their way from there. Right. Personally, I don't use either one, but I do like the Hebrew one better. I mean, I guess some with the yeshiva education, the Hebrew one is more, much more gishmak, more enjoyable to use. So the English, so the Oscar Shas you don't use is the Hebrew one. Okay. I don't use either one, but but um, uh, what I want to ask you. So the, the, now, in in regards to the introduction, will the tra will it be a translation or will it be also a reworked edition as well? Well, obviously, it's going to be somewhat different, especially when you come to the Thomas of the Rambam, where you're dealing with Hebrew. Well, let's not call them Hebrew originals, but Hebrew for the purposes of of this work, it's a Hebrew original. We're not going to the Arabic, so. For the purpose of this work, we're using, you're dealing with the Hebrew original. Obviously, the annotations will be translated. There'll be some, when necessary, there'll be some explanatory notes. But I don't think, as of now, I'm not involved with Project Hands On, so I can't tell you exactly what form it's taking. But for the most part, it's going to be a translation, I believe. Right. Okay. Now, in general, so once we're on this topic, we've discussed our art school has been doing a lot more Hebrew stuff. You just did a Mishnayis, and you mentioned that you're looking to do the Chinuch. Um, I know that, like, for example, I, I know what I've seen is that the Mishnayis, both in English and Hebrew, is popular, but I know the Hebrew is super popular. Some people prefer it to Gahati, et cetera. Um, it, it, why, why the uptick in the Hebrew publications? Where did that come from? And are there many more projects like that in the pipeline? So I don't know what's in the pipeline because right now we're swamped with projects that we're working on. But as far as, okay. I, think, I think that the Hebrew Shas, the success of the Hebrew Shas sort of... Um, didn't take us by surprise, but it was far greater than what we had anticipated. And um, it showed us that there was a, it showed us that there is a um, demand for this, for this kind of material in Lush and Kaidish. Our Hebrew Mishnayis is a completely different work than anything that we have in English. It's an, it's really an original work. It's right. not, it's not our, it's not our Yadav Mishnah and it's not our elucidated Mishnah. It's a completely different work. Right now, now, maybe you could tell people why the need for a new English Mishnah is, and what's the difference between the new one and the Yad of Ram, and due to the new one, is the Yad of Ram obsolete? What's going on? Okay, Yad of Ram, no. Yad of Ram is extremely, it's alive and well, it's extremely comprehensive, and it's more, when we began, when Yad of Ram began, it began about 1978 or so, uh, 78, 79, something like that. At that point, the goal was, as with our Chumash uh, translate, as with our Chumash treatment, our, our Navi treatment, the goal, the, the vision was to put out something extremely comprehensive and all-encompassing in English. Ravyan give uh, commented on the Yalavram that it's the best translation, it's the best treatment of Mishnayis in any language. Uh, I have, I have, can I point out? Yes, Sorry, keep going. What? I said Siata the Shmaya, <laughs> but keep going. Personally, I, I find it's the, the best. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky was nifter in 1986. Siata right, that's not what I'm exist. saying. 
No, I got sorry, and I'm not mean to argue on him. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying for today, I, I think the Seattle Smash is really amazing. I don't know if you used it or you don't. You don't look at it. I have to admit, I don't look. Um, I I use regular Mishnayos usually. I'm sorry, a traditional Mishnayos for the most part, <laughs> just like I. And I don't kill me, but I generally try to use a Vilna Shas. I'm not saying I never look at it on Skogamora. I do. They're on my. They're in my on my stander next to my regular Vilna Shas. So when I need to know what one of these translations are, what a lady can go out with on Shabbos. So I could look that up, you know, but right. or I get lost. Right. Sorry, but, but, but sometimes when I get lost in Yavamas, so it's good to have the chance. No, no, so I want, I want to clarify, by the way, the bottom. I phased out for half a second. And I didn't hear you say that Yaakov said it's the best one. I just heard you oh. say, oh, it's the best one. And I, commented, I did not hear that. I thought it wasn't okay. going to be Yaakov. No. I, did, I didn't hear that part. I no, right, no, so it's Yaakov that said it's fine. Yeah, so, so you know, it, it's extremely comprehensive. And some people find it, as somebody noted, cumbersome. So, uh, it's more than people. Right. It's more than most people really want for them when they're just learning Mishnayos. They want to learn Mishnayos for Shleishim. They want to learn a few Mishnayos a day. It, it would overwhelm. Them. So people that want to learn Mishnayos should be could use the Anavram. It's alive, well, doing very well, and um, the and the elucidated Mishnah is for people that just want to learn Mishnayos or teach with their learn with their kids. Kids could even learn it on their own. It's it's a great tool for kids to learn on their own as well. Right. Are there any interesting uh, new new projects in Hebrew? Let's say we stick with the Hebrew for now. In Hebrew, that you said you don't know, but are there anything that right now are being done, being worked on that you can tell no, the public? So the, intro, no? the, intro, the intro volumes we worked on. We're finishing off the Hebrew Yerushalmi. There's there's a lot to go there. I understand that the Sefer Chinuch is being is going to be done in in Lashon Kodesh as well. Mm-hmm. So the same same type, obviously different, but similar to what you did in English. Right, that's correct. Gotcha. Um, okay, so let's flip over to the English. Um, something that you yourself are involved in, a new volume is coming out, I believe, imminently, which is the Chumash with the teachings of the Talmud. Talk about that. Okay. Um, let's start with what, it's, what, how, what, it, what it is not. It is not the Torah Tamimah. It doesn't offer yeah. commentary. Everyone's question. <laughs> Right. So, no, let me start. Let me tell you what it is. And let me tell you what it came from. And let me tell you how that's a little different than Taratumima. The way I've seen Taratumima, and, and it's a brilliant work, and I, this is not, there are, there are things that he, when he cites a Gemara, or he cites a Sifri, or he cites Taratumima, kind of whatever it is, it's because he has something to say about it. The things that he has nothing to say about are not cited, as far as I've been able to tell. We have many more sources very frequently than what he cites, so that that became the that became the basis for something in our Makoris Gedolus Chumash called Mikute Bavli Yerushalmi. Now there was a feeling that if we could open up Mikute Bavli Yerushalmi to the public, and this was Rabbi Gedalia's Lado's feeling, that if we could open it up to the public, it'll give them a greater appreciation for the relationship of Tyra Tamima, literally. Of the relationship between the Tereshav Iksav and Tereshav Alpeh, that Tereshav, the drushes of Tereshav Alpeh are generally not, um, are not, are not just pulled out of a rabbit pulled out of a hat. Um, they're based on something. Sometimes it's a smachta, sometimes it's a limud, but sometimes it's a drasha. If we could show people, if people can have a chumash that shows them, and I think uh, I think this came from uh, Rebezi Monk, the the point that if we could show people where a mitzvah comes from in the Torah. So they'll realize that, that this bit is, oh, this Pasik, that's where that mitzvah is from. So it opens people's eyes. The goal is not to take our Gemara 
or perhaps the goal was the original vision may have been to be you closer to our Gemara, but to to just take our Gemara and snip it out and put it here wouldn't help anybody. So what we did was we did a total adaptation of the Gemara, and we explained the Gemara as though it was a Rebbe teaching it in class. It gives you the background. It gives you. It gives you the. Yes, I know that's what he writes in the introduction to Tzvi, but he. So here we're doing it for the English audience. There is an English translation of Tzvi. I'm not discussing other people's works or other works by other publishers. So, uh, this does not translate the Gemara. This explains what the Gemara is saying. Because the I average teenager, the, the average the teenager, can pick this up and read it. Right, to jump in, the question would be, okay, so why didn't you guys translate Torah to Mima? I mean, that's what you're saying, meaning to that guy, why didn't you just redo that? But, yeah. So, because we have many more Gemaras here than, than, right. than, than the Torah to Mima has. That's what I'm saying. And we, what we do in, in the English volume is explain the Gemara. We give you the background that you need to know. We give you what you need to know to understand the Gemara. And we do it in a very non-technical, very simplified way. So we can we explain, for instance, Tanai Kaffel without using any technical terms in our explanation. We don't discuss mm -hmm. stipulations. We don't use legal terms. Our Gemara uses very precise language because it's translating the Gemara. We are not translating the Gemara here. We're explaining what the Gemara says. Though we mm -hmm. do not, we don't editorialize on the Gemara. And so you're not we quoting just, to me. That's, We're not he's not in there. When, right, he's not in there. This has nothing to do with it. Our goal is to explain what the Gemara is saying. If you want to look at Tartimus Chedushim, you could open up a Tartimus and look there. Either in the English one or the Hebrew one. But uh, this was not. This is not the Tartimus. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And now you like Bamidbar is coming out shortly, right? Bamidbar should, should have gone on press today. It should be out next week sometime. Mir Sasha. Okay. Uh, something that, that um, another bunch of translations that you're doing, I'm curious why, and can you talk about them, are the Taisvis and the Enyaku. Okay. There is tremendous... The, let's start with Taisvis. Taisvis, there's a tremendous demand for people, especially people are learning Dafyaimi or who kids are in Yeshiva and kids are learning Taisvis. People are learning Dafyaimi for their second time around or third time around. They'd like to get a better grip on what's going on. Taisvis is a complicated limud because it requires knowledge of sugyas throughout Shas. Mostly, what basically what Taisus generally does, right, is he cites a Gemara someplace else and he questions either what Rashi is saying or the Gemara here. And, and you know, he was Rabchaim before Rabchaim in the Bali Taisus. They explain differences or they address apparent contradictions. They apparently, they, they, raise questions from other Gemaras, and you need a lot of information to properly understand the Taisvis. Our Taisvis holds your hand through this. It gives you the background. It explains the question. It explains the answer. If a Rebbe is teaching it, if a father is learning with his son, or a person who is learning with Afyami, and he has limited time, and he can't look up all the sources, this is this is a great tool for a person like that. That's right. what Taisvis is about. Right. Is, is this something, how, how would you say, I, I know you don't want to talk about others, but obviously Masifta already did this in Hebrew, not in English. Is this similar? Does it differ? Or you don't want to get into differences between different uh, companies, so to speak? Without addressing the question directly, I will say it, it's substantively different. Okay. I think, now, you, I, think, I, think, I think there's a lot more information here. I think there's a lot more necessary information here. And I'll stop at that.
Okay. Now, another thing I'm, I would assume that you, the plan is to finish Shas. So the question would be, I guess, is it may be hard to carry it around me. I'll take an example. His mother has something in the regular Shas called Madur Merchavis, right? They have their standard, and then they have, so to speak, the Shiva guy edition with extra, a lot of extra stuff. Would there one day down the road be something to ask to say, okay, well, obviously, it's a separate regular Gemara, but maybe make a Merchavis edition to add the Tayshas into the actual Gemara in the back, or that will, obviously, that will expand the Gemara by many more volumes, or no such idea. Right now, I, 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 I'm never going to say never. We never know what's going to be. Right now, it's not in the planning. The, our our Tysus volume on Makis, which is 24 blood, is 700 pages. It's gonna, it's a little difficult. You know, if you do a Maduro Merkeves, you make Makis two volumes, and it means um, that means Sanhedrin is going to be eight volumes or nine volumes. It, you know, talk about cumbersome. You may as well, you know, get a truck. No, I, I just- I guess it would be a separate, right, what I mean is it would be a separate item basically for shuls or base measures it should be very useful instead of having the separate thing, it would be one in one shaft. Obviously the shaft would be 150 volumes, maybe it's, maybe it's ridiculous, but I'm just throwing out an idea. Well, right now, right now, right now, we're not, right now we're not there. So I don't know, I, we don't know when, how, right now we're doing Tysus on more popular Masechus, I'm actually not sure, somebody asked, I don't know what, I don't know what, um, the next Masechet is actually, I forgot. I had known a few weeks ago, but I don't remember anymore. I've been busy. Shakua in... in uh, I, okay. I, I've been Shakua in how much teachings of the Talmud. I've been in quarantine way... I was in quarantine way ahead of the curve here. And uh, <laughs> Vayikra came out and and then we came we went straight into Bamidbar. Um, so I really haven't had time to look around much. <laughs> Right. So, and another another question is, and, and this one, I, I don't mean to be critical, just doing the inyakov, and I'm not okay. I'm not chas putting down inyakov. It's a super important thing. I have a nice edition of it, but there used to be inyakov shirum, etc. Art scroll probably part of this is that they turned the dafiyami became the sensation, and Baruch Hashem, it's, it's wonderful. And today, so to speak, as someone put it to me, in Yaakov Yidin or they learned dafiyami now. People don't go to inyakov shir. No one really uses it so much anymore. What exactly is the plan? What is the purpose of what they're doing? Translating the Inyakiv now. What exactly they're is not, the, it's, it's okay. So let me address I know, that. but 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 to be fair, it's not a drastically different translation. It's not a critical, you know, comparing the different size to the Inyakiv and the Shasters there is, and and half the thing is just Hebrew printed Inyakiv. I mean, what what exactly is the purpose? Who who is the target audience here? The target audience is a person that wants to get a better grip on Agadata. And a person who wants to understand lessons that he could take the Sagadata, that he could take the bank with him contemporarily. You are a fan. I know you don't like the size. You really don't like the size of our Medrash. But you know that the Medrash has tremendous insights and that brings tremendous it's value. Terrific. It's and, terrific. Right, it's terrific. Right. And, and, those insights, and those insights on the Medrash, and those insights, and we brought those insights into our Chavis Alvavis, we brought it into our Masil Sisharim. And that is a tremendous part, that's a tremendous component of the Sein Yaakov project, or the insights. Correct. So, so why not just publish a, a Gada companion, so to speak, on Masechus? Why translate the Yaakov, which again, is extremely harsh of a safer, but it's not really used. Why, why translate in Yaakov, and it's going to be numerous volumes that people just, oh, I, I was told, oh, they should just carry this together with their Masechus. Really? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you didn't say that. I mean, someone else said. Why not just make a separate volume then? It's a good question. Okay. This is a, these are these are business decisions that are made. But this is this is the way we felt we should do it. 
Right. I, now, have to tell you, I also have to tell you that, that when we did the Shas, and, and I have to go, this is, a, this is an important component of this. When we did the Shas, the insistence of the Gedele Yisrael was that we include the, the Tzuras Hadaf there facing the pages. And in Yaakov, it's not realistic to do that. But right. to keep a Tzuras Hadaf of an Ein Yaakov Daf, even though there's no Tzuras Hadaf, but to keep a, an original work that somebody could learn in that and refer to the back when he wants to, I think is an important component as well. It's something that we can't ignore. People, again, we are an aid, as we write in our, in, in our Gemara on the cover, we're an, it's an aid to Talmud study. It's not, a, it's not a replacement for a Rebbe. It's not a replacement for a Chavrusa. It's not a replacement for a mentor. It's, we're not here to, to just say, obvious. And everybody, Misha it's not what it is. We're here to help somebody. We're not here. We, the, the Iker is to learn it in the original and to understand it based on the Mufarshim and on the on the Gedele Arishainim and on the Achreinim. Not to that art school should, we're not here to be the king of the, the hill and have everybody learning with art school and not learning everything that they should be learning. Right. So you mentioned Medrash, and something that I've asked you many times, I'm going to ask you for other people as well. The Medrash is terrific. I don't own art scroll uh, like sets like that, but that's something that I want to buy. But for some reason, Hamish Megillus was made into small. Everything else is only in this monstra- monstrosity. It's like this huge size, and, and there's really no, no need for it. It's not necessary. It's expensive, and it takes up a ton of space. Why we is hope, it not we hope We hope one day to make it compact. Right now, it's not viable, but we hope one day to do so. Okay, um, gotcha. Another thing someone mentioned, for example, is why, why the need? It's a similar question to what I just said. Why the need to do Balaturim? I, I guess the question would be, it's extremely harsh for safer, but, but why is it necessary to translate Balaturim? Okay. And, and to make it a five-volume commission, no less. So, so the, the, there was a story there that I can't go into. There's a background okay. to that story, and it had nothing to do with money. I will tell you that. There's a backstory that I cannot go into on this conversation, but there was a backstory, and therefore it was it was not intended to be a five volume set. It was intended to be a one volume balaturim, simple. Um, it didn't work out that way, so it was not okay. had nothing. To, I will say it again: it had nothing to do with money. It was not a financial. It was not a donor based decision at all. Okay, now just to piggyback over that, but once the Balturim is done, Rashi is done, Ramban is done, Archaim, Unkelis, why not, first of all, finish the class? And, and Sfarno you have from the Telkovich, why not finish, uh, why not do Kliyakar, Cheskuni? Why not just finish them all, number one? Number two, once you have that, perhaps some sort of English McCraske Dailis, taking all your Sfarno made, which, which, which I want to. Which, 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 one second, JTS, uh, J, J, JPS tried to do, which is not good. We're not going to talk with other people, but uh, yeah. Why not try to, to say, do? I was about it's to say this, JPS. I was about to say the JPS. JPS. One of the problems with the JPS edition is not only uh, not to discuss content. It's impossible to, to look at this. Look at what Ramban takes up. Look, if you just look at how much space everything takes up, and you're complaining about the size of the medrash, I'm sorry, Parshas Barashas <laughs> is going to be four volumes. I don't know what. It's impossible. It's literally impossible to do it. 
It, it's it, the right. layout, is, the design is impossible. The layout is impossible. It's just not practical. You can have the word okay. voracious, 17 pages of commentary, and then we'll go to borrow. <laughs> now, the flip side is, would you, the, other, the beginning of the question, what about Cleocra? Is that something you guys would translate? I, I'm not, I, I don't know what we will do. There's a, there's a whole list of things. We have a very long wish list of, of what we'd like to do and what, and, what, and what we feel that we can do. Frankly, um, my own opinion, I'm not speaking for art school, is that people ask us why we don't do Ibn Ezra. I think anybody that learned Ibn Ezra knows that it's, it's such a major part of it is diktuk. It's virtually impossible to translate into English. I'm not saying it's impossible. I said virtually impossible. And to make sense of it, you'd have to have a diktuk lesson on every pasik, on many psukim. And uh, I don't, I, you know, that's my answer. Again, that's, I, that's, I said that's a Rambiran's opinion. That's not, I did not. Uh... My, I'm waiting for the Yatsko Rabag and the Yatsko Maranavuchim. But, but, but seriously, what, what's with, um, you mentioned Chavis Alvavis. Is Chavis Alvavis something that is being worked on? Sharabi uh, Tachan is being worked on as we speak. Um, so uh, multiple volumes on each Shar? I, I don't know if we want to on each Shar. Right now, Sharabi Tachan, I believe, will be one volume. And it should be coming out in the upcoming months. Mm -hmm. And another, did did Artsul ever think about um, doing, let's say, in Hebrew, Shari Tshuva, Mesil Sasharim, Chavis Because the English Shari Tshuva, Mesil Sasharim, everyone loves such such a such an addition. Would they think about, you know, now you did Mishnayos and Hebrew stuff? Would there be a thought uh, of doing something like in Hebrew? I'm I'm sure there are thoughts about a lot of things. Right. I I mean serious thoughts. I'm not just, I mean, I'm serious. You know, everything everything with time. Everything with time. We have we have X amount of staff. Um, it's not to say that we don't we can't expand staff. It, but it's very hard to expand the staff when you have a team when you have people that are that that are in the groove that know the style that you're looking for. Um, it, there's a certain it, it involves a certain confluence of, of several factors. Uh, the ability to to explain a Gemara to to let's take the Gemara for instance. It, it involves not just knowing how to how to learn. It involves knowing how to explain a Gemara and reduce it to its basic essence, essential pshat. And that's something that a lot of people can't do. There are a lot of people that could translate. There are a lot of people that could learn. And there are a lot of people that could explain things. But having all those things in one person and being able to do it in a literate way is not is not something that's easy to come by, and it takes time to to break in staff and to work with staff. And we like that we our staff of become are wonderful people again. Um, and that's not to say that we never nobody ever joins, but but we have a working and you have a certain capacity that you could handle and you could manage, and you can only manage so many projects at the same time. There's a lot going on. There's always a lot going on, and as things develop. Right. As things clear through the queue, you know, as they say in, in Britain, you know, other things take their place. Right. So we've discussed uh, you, Hebrew translations, English translations. Oscar's doing something new. I, 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 base, I assume so. It seems pretty new, which is that you've actually done a Macrae Skidelis, and you're just about to finish your Nach, which is no English, no translations, no Pirushim, just the, the, the text uh, relayed out with Nikudis, etc. How did that start? Why, why are you doing that? And are there other projects w- you would like that our schools look, would, would be looking to do? I don't know what we're looking to do yet. Um, right now, we're still trying to finish. We're finishing up Ksuvim. We're up to Hamish Megillus. Um, we're waiting we for that, by Esther. the way. We put, out, we, we put out Esther. We put out, we're going to be putting out Rusim Yitzhashem. 
and uh, we're going to be putting out Rus, we're going to be putting out Echa, um, exactly when the Chamesh Megillus as a whole will come out someplace around around then. So let's leave it at that. I can't do an exact okay. time because I don't know. Okay. Um, how it came about was that there was a sense that we could bring something. We we actually, we added some things like the Bavli Vushalmi, we added we added also something called the Kutim Mitsudos in the Gemara, in the in the Chumash, in the in the various in the various Navi and the Vimxuvan volumes, we've we've brought together pretty much what almost what everybody else has included, what we try to, and added material that has generally not been included. We felt that we can produce a classic we could reproduce a classic work in a new edition that will add a lot to the simply in terms of graphics, in terms of layout, in terms of clarity. I was just speaking to a Shiva last week, a very Yeshiva Shiva, Shiva, and I was getting Shidduch information for somebody about one of his Talmidim. And he was telling me that the, how he loves that the Christ of Dallas is Manukkah. It adds so much for him. And this was a person that I absolutely would never have expected to look at, to say that. Now, I'm not going to discuss other, public, other publishers by name, but here I will say that there are many Manukkah editions out there of many, of many works. I cannot use most of them. The Nakudas literally get in my way. I find that the Nakudas and Armakoyasilas does not get in our way. Our, additional, our original plan, actually, our, originally pla- our original plan was to come out with an edition without Nakudos. Um, and what the feedback that we got was that it is completely unnecessary. I know, Nachi, that you're grimacing and you don't agree, but I have to tell you that most people seemed, from the feedback that we've gotten, seem to agree. It would be very simple for us to put out an edition without Nakudos. It would be great, but it, it would seem that it seems for most people that it would be a commercial failure. So there's no purpose in it. Yeah, I'm sure. I, listen, I can't buy it because of that. I mean, because they really need for Chaskuni Menukid. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. But, okay, listen, everybody, this to each their own, I, I, I hear you. But two questions, though, that I do want to ask you besides for Menukid is two things. Number one, a thing that people have been upset about is that the Tolis Iron was removed. And Why? Because we have we have the whole thing. We have Lukudi Bavali Rishalmi on the bottom. I was told, I was told by someone who looked at this, not everything is there. Um, every single I, I don't know. I didn't work on it, so I can't tell you. But uh, any any uh, Mar- Mar- and Gemara is there. Any and Mar- Gemara is there. Yeah. Okay, Gemara. But so so why not just leave until the siren then? And because you, okay, because you had because it's Chazi Dover, you know. Uh, another another thing was was there any thought I don't know if you know this was there any discussion about putting Masera back in unfortunately Masera today is only really in I think the Barilan um, you can't find it and a lot of Rishonim actually talk about it nobody even knows what it is and you can't even find the Masera anywhere was there any the, the original request does had it was there any talk about that or no not that I recall I don't know why just um it's, not oh, it's a functional work but you won't, you won't, I'll, I'll put it this way you don't do academic works we do, we do, we do, we do functional yeah, works. I no, but my that, question, I my question, not academic. You I used to be in the talk about it. I understand. I understand. I mean, I don't have an answer for you. I don't recall right. that there being a discussion about it. So I don't know. If you'd like, one of our editors happens to be a major expert on Masori. You can call him up, Rabbi Menachem Zilber. You can call him up and discuss it with him. He is a major right. expert on Masori. Even the Maskilim okay, agree. Even the Maskilim agree. 
Okay, we'll get to the fun stuff in a minute. But before that, uh, just you recently, Arsco moved from Brooklyn to uh, Rahway, New Jersey. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about how the move's been and what. The move actually worked very well because if we'd been in New York, we would have been our our plant would have had to have been shut for the last eight weeks or so, seven weeks. And the Baruch Hashem in New Jersey, the production facility was allowed to be open. So, well, is that because of New Jersey law? Or that also because you can have uh, safe, you know, social distancing because it's probably, I imagine, it's bigger. No, it's also. because it's actually because of New Jersey law. But uh, yes, ah. sir, we do have social distancing here. Yeah. Right now, 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 Tavon, uh, Art Scroll uh, is one of the uh, very rare that you actually publish your farming books here, right? Not most publishers in Eretz and ship it here. You guys print here, is that correct? Um, we do print most of our stuff here. Most of the material is printed here. Our Makaris Gedalus is printed in Eretz Yisrael, Makaris Gedalus, and the Gemara's Mishnayis, our Hebrew only stuff material that is printed that sells in Eretz Yisrael is generally printed in Eretz Yisrael, actually. The, mm. We have a few reasons that we produce here. Um, first of all, scheduling-wise, we have control of the schedule. We have our own bindery. At this point, we have our own printing presses for the most part. We do do many. We still do outsource many things, but uh, large runs, etc. But we do do many things here. It gives us control over schedule. It, 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 we finished editing a project yesterday. It can be in the stores tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. Right, so I wanted to talk about that. I, mean, I know that article had you, you, like you mentioned, you have your own printing presses. What does that mean exactly? We have, uh, we have uh, not ink, not ink presses. We have uh, print on demand presses that are running uh, that that enable us to keep that has enabled us to keep, be remain competitive. Has enabled us to remain to to keep books that would normally be out of print, books that were out of print. We were able to bring them back into print because you can't print. Uh, uh, do a normal press run of, of some of these books. You'd have 35 years worth of inventory, but people are interested in the books and we can make them available to people even, even, if, even though they're not that popular because of, because of print on demand. It also enables us to get books out, reprints out quickly generally, etc. Right. Um, also, I've heard that, let's say, some, if I, someone wants to make a large order on something, technically you could just go and print it for them and have it ready for them in a few days. And well, like you don't I said, there are a lot of there are a lot of scheduling. There are a lot of my list. There are a lot of scheduling things. If uh, there are issues that we have to do something, if there's an error, we can change it quickly on the fly and, and correct it. Things like that. Okay, someone asked a good question there. What's the deal with the impression versus edition? If the edition is the originally, same, what's going on? Origi originally, impression? originally, originally, uh, and and generally still, uh, original, generally still today, when there is a when there are, when there are many changes made in a book, either editorial or content, content or whatever typos or whatever it is, um, we generally pull it a new edition. Uh, generally, when it's just we fix a couple of things and we just, or just reprinting it, that's an impression. Mm, gotcha. Okay, so I guess let's get to more the, the, the stuff we left out. Um, we have not talked about Oscar biographies. Everybody wants to talk about that, I'm sure. Um, the, the first thing that so someone asked me this question, like, I thought it was a good question. I don't know if there's an exact answer. Maybe you have one. What is he asked me best-selling biography of all time? I guess he means for I, really, I, I really, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I really don't know off the top of my head. Right. Uh, you have no idea. No, I haven't. I, I, off the top of my head, I really. Ramesh is probably the best-selling biography. It was for many, many, many years, and it probably still is. What biographies right now are in, or that you know of, or can, can you say obviously are in development? Biographies and development. Uh, Rip David Trank, Ray Gissinger. Um, I believe. Uh, I, I believe. 
there will be a biography of the Novomitsky Rebbe. Um, we just came out with a not real biography. It was more his lessons of his life of the Pnei Menachem. Just hit the just hit, rolled out this week. Um, we did Rebbe's and Young Guys a few a few months ago, which right. leads so, you so, to. Well, 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 no, we'll get to it in a second. Someone yeah. else also, uh, Klugman, put out any new biographies. The only article biography I own is the one of Sanchez for Hirsch, because I, I think it's the best one. But anyway. He's an, an anical, and he spent uh, tens of years writing it. And perhaps if some other anical of some other god will spend tens of years researching a biography, it would go out the same way. Um, it's, it is a more academic biography than most. Yeah. Um, our, as, um, so to, to address the issue, um, of the word that you didn't use, that you meant to use, is hagiography. Um, so hagiography, uh, what's the name? I, as I told you separately, uh, uh, D. Bash's uh, buddy, the uh, conservative clergyman, um, nailed it. We don't write hagiographies. Hagiographies are about saints. We write about heroes. We don't write Moifson books. We've turned down. We turned down a very lucrative uh, a book that we could have done. It was published by somebody else recently, not long ago, um, a, a, a biography of a, of a specific rebbe um, that we did not do because it was bang, zoom, gee whiz, mifsim. That's right. primarily what it was. That's not what we're looking to do. We're not looking to tell you about. We're not not we're not telling you that that people didn't do that didn't that great people haven't done great things. But that's not what we're doing. We're telling you the lessons of their lives, and that is an outgrowth. That's that's the footnote. That's the footnote to their mysterious nefesh. That's the footnote for their dedication to learning. That's the footnote of them overcoming their challenges. We don't write that they didn't have challenges. Anybody that's read any biography since the very, very first one or two biographies, every one of our biographies discusses the challenges that they get, had to had, that they had to overcome, that they the the difficulties that they had in their life. Many of them had personal difficulties. Many of them had. Cultural difficulties, there are a lot of, everybody had to overcome different challenges. And those are discussed because that is the lesson to be learned from their lives. They didn't, they were, yes, even if they were born brilliant and even if everything else, they had other challenges to overcome in their lives. Correct, but they're also not, you know, obviously academic, but they're not rigorous, they're not critical in any sort either. What was right? The, not, what, right, because the purpose is to inspire and to teach lessons. Purpose is not so, to so tell you that there's like us in Tervidas between Rukhidal Yashur and Yaakov Kamenetsky and their children, so the purpose, get, their grandchildren get along grandly. You know what I mean? So what we're saying is, so what we're saying is the purpose is, is, is uh, that stuff has to be negative. The purpose is not historical. And, and, and so technically they're not really biographies even. It's not that historical. They're not a historical. Everything there is, is history. Everything there is historical. Nothing Kamenetsky is making of a godless is non-historical. Why? Because he tells you in the introduction and I'm going to name the name. He writes in the introduction that basically any story anybody told him, he Put down. He didn't check facts. Yeah, so I understand. That's, that, but that, no, no, but, that, but that's but that's your but that's the hero, right? That's the hero. That's no, the not for me. I didn't read it. I didn't read it. I, it's not. It's uh, why that's the famous one with Tomo because it went into Kherim, not because other things. But uh, yeah, but well, someone someone else has a good question. Similarly, if you see here the question, you know why not double the Allah more? Why why not double, why not be more academic? Be more. I guess that's, I don't know how, what other words that's, that's not our, that's not our goal. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's not your goal. Your goal is more to inspire than to, that's what I meant by historical. Forget about, right, you know, controversial. Right. I'm looking controversial. I don't mean it's in a negative way. That's what I mean. That, that's no, not no, your no. purpose. Right, that's not our purpose. That's not our purpose of our biographies. We leave it at that academics, people that want to learn 
what people that want to understand the difference between how Rav Meisha Pasuk and the Shaila and how and how uh, and how the Menachos Yitzchak Pasuk and the Shaila could open up when the Gus Meisha and the Menachos Yitzchak, the difference will be very evident very quickly. And if you want to understand how Rav Vadi Yosef Pasuk the Shaila, so you'll open up. Uh, you'll be a, 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 any one of his farm, and you'll see that there's a vast difference in how they approach halacha and how they approach hara, not they approach halacha, how they approach hara. You'll see the differences right there. Right. Now, two things. Number one, my uncle in the Tziv article did publish, and it was a total about that also. What happened there? Let's what talk happened about that. Was, it, okay, it predates me. It predates me. I know. But what happened there was that um, the problem was not that article published it. The problem was that Lakewood Haders sent it out. <laughs> yes. And Lakewood Hader um, recalled, essentially recalled it. We did not recall it. Gifter's instructions, I am told, I wasn't there, like I said, but very clearly, I'm your Pisic, and I'm telling you not to recall the book. And they did not recall the book. Right. Do you make all our um, see on that? I see this question. Do you make everybody seem anti-Zionist? I don't think so. Do you make them seem anti-secular Zionist? Yes, uh, but uh, I don't know who we, I mean, I just show where we tackled the, the Zionism issue. Um, or if, uh, I, I, I can discuss the book that I keep bringing up to you. The example I keep bringing up to you, but we can, we can leave it off the show. Yeah, but that's not our, whatever it is. We went through this already. <laughs> I'm um, not going into it. Um, okay, so my uncle Dennis Civis, can tell us what? Is my uncle Dennis Civis still available from our school today? I think there was some agreement reached that they shouldn't, uh, there is, yeah, I believe it is, actually. I don't know if it's on the website, but it's definitely. I, but I do know that we right. had a bunch available. We did have a bunch I, available. We still have them available. I found, right, I found a copy in the Zondel Berman, and and it, it, the page is a little bit yellowing, and it said like first, it still says first edition there. So I imagine because someone told me no, they published it again, they censored it, but I I, I don't see. No, the, it, was the, the it was not censored. It was not censored. Yeah, it was not censored. Okay, so we mentioned before that you recently published a, rev, a book on Rebbe's and Young Guys. Yes. So picture, so there was a tumble that I was inadvertently involved with, which is I put up the, the cover and a picture was not on there. And then subsequently, right before there was there was a big tumble, whether or not that had anything to do with it, and you'll talk about this, that suddenly the picture was changed that she was okay. on there behind purple so, tint. Right. What what was going on there and what's okay. the whole story that you could say? Okay, Art Scroll Art Scroll publishes pictures of women. All our books, every biography includes pictures of women. Uh, actually, I, I, without going into great detail, somebody who was writing a biography wanted us not to put in pictures of women, and we basically told him to go fly a kite. He goes, we went, to, we sent him to an Adam Gadol who basically washed the floors with him. So that was the end of that. Um, we publish pictures of women. We do not feature women on covers of books. We never have. We followed in this regard. We followed the guidelines that the Gedalim established for the Jewish Observer. And that was the, those were the guidelines that were followed. I know some people say they were changed. I don't think they were ever changed. Um, we find that the, the, the women's pictures appeared in, 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 the, in Rav Moshe Bloy's newspaper in Yerushalayim. Women's pictures appeared. Our, our books have pictures of women. We don't picture, feature a woman on a cover. That is a different... That's a, Why that's not? A, because that's a, that's a different step. That's another thing. That's a, it's, a, it's a different... It's a different it's it's putting the woman out there, and that's we don't feel it's been the good good rate sneers, and that I think that's a fair thing to say. Representing your guys's picture was originally on the original draft of the cover, and I showed you the original draft of the cover. Um, the original draft of the cover had Robinson your guys's picture on it. The, for various reasons, it didn't work graphically. 
the family came up with this idea to put up the 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 building. Um, Lamaisa, it ended up really falling flat because people that saw it like didn't associate rivers and young rice. So we put up that we put that picture there, and uh, it's there. It's not she's not featured. It's not like the Jewish soul on fire that has your picture in full color and you know on full size on the page. I love that book. By the way, I read it as a teenager, um, but. Uh, after I bought it for like 10 cents from the Brooklyn Public Library when it was being decommissioned. But uh, she, she's a great lady, and her picture is on the cover. It's just not featured massively on the cover. Mm. Um, like someone said, before you change the cover, that if they just read this, they would think Revit's meant architecture. Yeah, right. I, I didn't even think of that. But okay, yes. That's true. <laughs> so much they didn't know anything. I think Revit's meant architecture. It's in the two uh, book. I don't I, think it was on purpose that they both had pictures of buildings. No, actually, that, that, there were different ideas that the family was toying around with about what we could put on. I don't, it's not because I had to go into all the, all the back and forth. But the family was toying with different ideas. The idea was maybe to put this on because this, this sort of, uh, the, this, is, she, this was her. My say Odell is fire. This is what her accomplishment. She made the United Heritage Center, which was the base for, for her reaching out to, to tens of thousands of Jews over the course of decades. And this was really her base. And she established it. It was her, it was, that was, you know, in a way, it represented what she accomplished. In a way, it was a building, you know. Right. But I think a lot of people's question was that she always wrote a, a column with her picture on it. I mean, she always put her picture out there. Right, that's Because so we don't. We're not going to feature a woman on the cover. We had we've had pictures of women on covers as elements on covers. We had it in one of the right. There was server. there was a woman on a cover together with others. Someone showed me an original. Right? What book was that? Oh, uh, one of the one of the Jewish Observer anthologies. And, That's what it was. Uh, yeah, it was one of the Jewish Observer anthologies. We've had had women on a cover, and she's here too. But it's just not the feature on the cover. Here, it's it's she's she's under under the purple because of the way it worked that graphically. There was no way to get her to be in black and white. We tried it in black and white. The problem was when we had it in black and white originally, it was it just didn't come across right. It just it was fuzzy. It was this that. As part of under that haze, it's not so clear. It's not so clear how unclear the picture is. So Right. Okay. Um a different topic uh, that uh, we perhaps could go to is um are there any you read it? You're right. Are there any sources for art school that are no no to include? It's a case by case thing. It's it, essentially what's their Ashkafic standards for art school? Our cover standards are, are the, uh, uh, who set the tone. Probably uh, Rabbi, probably Ramirez Zlata would set the tone originally. He wrote the original books, but uh, Rav David Cohn and Rav David Feinstein guided him throughout, and he they guide uh, they guide us today throughout. They guide us today still. Baruch Hashem, Rav Gifter was involved for many years as well. But uh, Gifter came on after he read the first the first things that we did. Um, he, they were Gifter came on board with a with a passion. Mm. But uh, but understanding that that people need English and speak English. Actually, I just somebody just sent me a clip today of Gifter's speech for probably our first dinner for the Schottenstein Talmud when only four volumes were out. Um, and he's speaking about how you need to speak to the you know, people need to be able to learn in English because that's the language that speaks to them. So mm. Rav David Cohn and uh, Rav David Feinstein. Rav David Feinstein is our main paisik. Uh, there's no question about it. They've guided us throughout, hashkafically, halachically, etc. Okay. 
And what about what? What is what? I guess it's kind of same question. What are our schools? The halachic standards. Halachic standards. Um, okay, so when we did the sitter, I'm going to start with this. When we did the sitter, we um, there were uh, they did the sitter, and we is presumptuous for many reasons. Not only the fact that I'm not uh, a bus here, but also because I wasn't even there when they did the sitter. When our yeah. school did the sitter, they asked Ramayshin and Rebianka for guidance. And they both essentially said the same thing, that when there are questions, you should ask the, the Shamasim in five big shuls. There were shuls in those days. People don't know what shuls are, mostly, today. Today, something, a shul is something modern orthodox. Um, that's not to say that they're not shuls. They are shuls, but they don't have long-standing traditions for the most part. Um, shuls in the good old days had Gabbayim and Shamasim that knew the ritual. They, they, they knew the rituals that were passed down in the Messiah and these shuls and, and what the Menhagim were and what you said and what you didn't say. And they, they, they suggested that, they, that when there were questions, they consult with the Shamasim. I know a very chashva paisik who became a rav in a shul, and he told them, he is not going to rule on minhage beisak nasas that they have to find, that they have to find out what the minig is. So we're not, we don't look to break new halachic ground. What we do our, the goal of our halachic works is not to take the place of a rav. The goal of our halachic works is not to take the place of a person's go to myra hayra. The goal of our halachic works is to tell a person, the person the background, give them some basic information. They know what the shaila is. They know what the basic answer is, what the generally accepted answer is, when there are clear-cut answers. They know what to ask a shaila about, and they know when they're in a bind what they should be doing. We are not here to mm. pask in every shayla for every person. We're absolutely not here to do that. We're not interested in doing that. And we, and halacha we should be presented in a normative fashion. So to go to something that we had once discussed, um, the, the, we had a, 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 in a book, a person wrote a psak that was extremely, extremely chumradik. Um It was about it was in a book, and he discussed, He mentioned that a when a person is giving shalachmanas to a wealthy person, he's not there to shalachmanas if he doesn't give something that the wealthy person will appreciate. Um, that is not normative practice in Klal Yisrael. Yes, there are shitas that hold like that, and a hundred percent. And there was a rav who was uh, who was the paisik for the, who was the paisik on the, the person's paisik. He's the paisik that he worked with on the book. And uh, I called up the Rav, and he said, he said, oh, yeah, that's what he used to. So I said, you, you, you hold the Maisa? He says, well, I deal with Tyra, and they like doing things perfectly. I said, yes, but when you're writing a book, you're paskening for Klal Yisrael. You're not paskening for your little kehilla of, of Hashva outstanding Mnei Tyra, who are looking for Hidurim, for look, they're looking to do an Eifen. You can write. That the most hidradika way to give shalachmanas to a wealthy person is to give him something that he appreciates. But to say that you're not yaitza shalachmanas in that in that with such shalachmanas is is a is just not fear. It's just it's just wrong. That's not the way Kali Yisrael fears us. So we we very much take into into obviously there are there are new there are new situations and our books very often deal with those situations. But again, we don't look to take the place of my hero. I'm sorry if that was a mm-hmm. little riff. 
No, that, that, that's good. And, and now a question that I don't know if you can answer, but a lot of people have asked me. So if I'm doing a live show with, with, with you, someone I have to ask, Go ahead. Why, have you, why have you not translated Mishnah Baruch? A lot of reasons. Um, so far, there are two. There's one translation that's out. There's another translation that is. The new one's uh, very good. In the middle, good. yeah. So let them take their course. We can let we can let other people live too. Okay. Um, okay. So another thing. What does Oscar stand on archaeology and using archaeological pictures? I guess they relate together. The same question, but in, archaeological in their work pictures. As well. I, was, I, have a I don't have a problem with archaeological pictures, but archaeology. I, I want to say. It's, Many, many, many years ago, um, I asked Rabbi Sherman about um, about using a proof from, our, for, from an archaeological. And he told me, he said, if we're not going to cite them when they don't agree with us, we don't cite, we, it's not fair to cite them when they do agree with us. Right. Um, so we believe, we believe in Amita Satara. And this was laid out by Mary Zlotowitz in the introduction to his Miguel Sester, which I don't have handy. He wrote very clearly, we're not. We are, we are coming from the position of the absolute truth of Teresh HaBiksav, Teresh HaBalpeh, Chazal. That is our position. That is our fundamental hashkafa. You don't have to accept it, although you're going to be curious, maybe if you don't, but maybe, I said. But, uh, but if, you don't, if you don't believe in Amitah Satira, so don't come to ask us why we don't believe in Amitah Satira. You know, this is right. again, not an article, this we're going to change it. I want to make this with Dessler, um, which I don't have it. I don't have my handy. I didn't know I was going to answer this question, so I would have pulled out the quote. Where he quotes about, uh, he talks about Sabotka in Berlin, and he says, you know, they're, they're Shigureim and they're Shleimim, and, but, but because of their other, because of the other Hashkafas that they learned, they're Lokuiksas Bamitas Hatayra. Mm-hmm. Once you believe those other things are fact, then you bind, if you believe that Tyra is fact, then you don't have to address one of our one of the big questioners down here. He's coming from a position that other things are fact, and Tyra has to back into those things. We don't believe that. We believe that Tyra is fact. You have to believe you you could back your other things and you could justify anything you'd like. You, it, it's your business to make what you believe fit with Tyra. Tyra has doesn't have to fit with what you believe. Tyra is the given. Tyra Chazal are a given. Outlier das yachids are not what we're, are, outlier das yachids are not what we would embrace. No, we embrace normative belief in Chazal and in Tarish Abiksav and Tarish Abalpeh. And when Rashi says that Shir Hashirim's Pshat is the Pshat and Shir Hashirim, that is Pshat. And if you believe that something else is, pshat, if you believe that the literal meaning is Pshat, Rav Soloveitchik said that is a distortion of Pshat. Of pshat. So that's, and he's a modern Orthodox thinker, but that's when you reject Rav Soloveitchik suddenly, because then he doesn't agree with your preconceived notion of what terrorists should be. He was a broad-minded fellow, but all of a sudden he doesn't agree with you, so now you don't no longer agree with Rav Soloveitchik, because you pick and choose when you agree with him. So no, we believe, our, we laid down the law. We said, we believe in Teresh HaBiksav, we believe in Teresh HaBalpeh, if you don't believe in Chazal, that's fine, it's not our business, and we will not address your need to justify Chazal. Gotcha. Now, someone did ask, though, what about having pictures of obscure things in the Gemara that sometimes could help people? Why not do that? It's the same answer because it's good. Photographs? Even, even, it's archaeological. What? 
No, that, that's not, no, that's not, you know, I have to tell you, when I was living above Basra's mind, and I went up the state during the summer, and I saw a plow for the first time in my life. I mean, I, I, I had seen them before, but I never paid attention to a plow before in my life. And all of a sudden, I'm walking by this farm, and there's a plow there, and I'm starting to analyze this based on, based on the, based on the claim of And I'm like, hey, well, that's this, and that's that. We do have some diagrams in our Gemara when it's necessary. Right, right but not we many. Don't no. have, we don't, right, we don't, we're not a picture book. So what about, for example, picture books, Pirishchai and others, and, and things that I won't mention? Our, our, but no, but our, but our, no, our, so our, our, our Irving Gemara is, re, is replete with pictures, with diagrams that are necessary. Right, so for, but, but forget diagrams, but actual pictures to help people as an aid. Why not, you did introduction to Talmud, why not create a, uh, a picture companion? It's not so funny there. If you go into any yeshiva, many yeshivas have Pirishchai and numerous other picture books, you know, Amishnayis, uh, the Pnei series, oh. whatever. Well, why not make a pictorial, a separate volume then? Make a, make a picture series that can help people. And economy, it's a nice idea. Uh, it's something like a pure sky, I think, with I'm not, telephotograph. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not against it. It's not a sheet, I think, look at Amishnai's Caleb. Look at Amishnai's Caleb, it's full right. of realistic looking pictures. So, so there you go, so I'm, picture, I'm pitching you an idea. Take a, make a companion. Uh, there we go. If you look at Amishnai's Caleb, we have, it's full of, it's full of... Well, the new one, the new Mishnah, the new English one has a lot of pictures, right? I think you included a lot. The, 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 the Aravram also. I have the, I just opened the Aravram Mishnah here. There are right. color, color illustrations. They aren't photographs, but they're color, full color, real looking, realistic, you know, realistic representations of, it's sometimes when you take a photograph, it's very hard to highlight. And we had this with the Mishkan thing. So you have to find the right angle, the right lighting, to highlight what right. you're trying to highlight. Sometimes so, it's difficult to do. It's much easier in a diagram, in a in a in an illustration. Okay, so 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 okay, great. So let's make a book of colored illustrations for shots because it would be very helpful. A lot of myself, like you said, but well, it's very helpful to show people that. Well, I maybe we have a, maybe we have a diagram in the Gemara. I don't know. Like I said, I don't generally use. I'm sorry, I don't use the art school Gemara generally, and uh, I, and so I don't know. Maybe we have a photo. Maybe we have an illustration of a plow there. I don't know. Right. Uh, okay, before we uh, finish up, anyone has any other questions, they, they can ask it now towards the end. I would be remiss if I didn't mention something that I am a big fan of, which is the new Art Scroll, the weekly Parsha. Think of it as, uh, I'm not going to say another name, but it's kind of different version of Little Medrash Says. I know it's not the same, obviously, as, as pictures. And why don't you talk about it a little bit, explain what it's about. And uh, Bamidra is coming out shortly. Um, and yes. how, how the project started as well. The project started... Um... The project was actually inspired, and it's mentioned in the book, Jacob Schottenstein, Jay's grandson, I believe his name is Jacob, um, suggested that he, he was looking for a book that, he, that would speak to him on the parasha. That wouldn't just say the Majorshim, but it'll give a little background. It'll say parasha pointers. And this was made not only for children. This was made for adults as well. So the beginning of each parasha gives you parasha, tells you what the, what's discussed in the parasha. Uh, many people come in Friday night, they come to the table, and they don't even know, they know what parasha it is, but they don't know what's going on in the parasha. And they have to discuss, and, they, and they're, they, they want to discuss with their children or their families. And this really gives you a nice idea of the topics that are covered in the parasha. A list of what's discussed in the parasha. And then it goes through the parasha and gives, brings down different kazals, midrashim. It tells you different things. Um, there, it has a whole bunch of Side information, sidebars, and did you know kind of information um, that enhance the knowledge? 
of the, of, of the parsha and very often in, incidental things. Uh, when we discuss Nadarim in, in Matos, you'll, you'll see that you know, it discusses Nataris Nadarim on, on Erev Rosh Hashanah, which is something that, which is the way people most, it, it, it doesn't say that this is the normative Nataris Nadarim, but it does say this is someplace that you see it in, in real life. When it discusses Berchus Kehan, and it discuss, you know, we have an illustration there of something that a kid certainly could relate to, but even adults very often don't relate to, don't relate the text to what they see in real life. And right. uh, this book makes it very real. And kids right. do love it. Kids do love it. Yes. Yeah. And I, I want to say that even, even as someone who I do do the parish every week, I do, I learn it with my parish, which is for myself. And especially now in quarantine with my, with my son, I find that it's very, <laughs> it's very helpful actually to, to teach a kid the parish. Even a little kid, you can read from it. I feel it's very, very helpful. And it's really nice and looking forward to my midbar. Is is first of all, is, it's going to be out on time for Parshas Midbar or after? You know. Um, okay, so I just got word yesterday that um, it's going to be a few week, a few days late. Um, it should be it'll be Afanaso. We are giving we are those people that have standing orders, or if you place an order for it, I believe that you will get. We did print a separate. They're just printing a separate booklet of Parshas Midbar now um, to give out to to people that are ordering it. So I should order it now, and I'll get the Bamidbar booklet. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Also, the and... board is essentially of David Feinstein right now. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And uh, one more thing on that is is the uh, one more thing on the measures is the Dvarim coming out this year or no? Um, Vayikra is next. No, Vayikra is next in, the, in line, and then comes then we'll do the Dvarim. Would there be thought? To, I, I know you guys have the measures, Rab, but would there be thought of doing something like this? Uh, even though this is for adults as well, but doing something like this for even an older audience for adults, a similar type of project. Uh, this was this was viewed originally as a hybrid project. It's t- it's been accepted by kids. We've had this in the reverse with our chinuch sitter, which we produced for children, and uh, and it was adapted uh, adopted by adults. So we the things don't always uh, you know happen the way that we, we we anticipated them. You know, sometimes they take on a broader audience, and here we anticipated that the that adults would you'd be using it more. I think it's a I think this is personally usable by adults. Um, so I can't tell you what again. I can't tell you what will be. I'm not a navi. Right, right. Um, another thing that I, I realized also that I forgot to talk about last but the the series that you have on Chumash and, and, and Nach, the white uh, on, on uh, uh-huh. white. What happened to those? They, they, they were nice, and they just so we only have Horatius Vayikra, and the rest we forgot about. Nach not even finished. What's going on? They, 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 they still worked on. It's not forgotten about. What happened? It's not being worked on currently. Um, the 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 investment those were written with blood. They were written. It took years and years to write. It takes an investment of years and years, and it's simply not viable. There's not enough interest to justify it um, mm. at this point. Um, should somebody come along and be prepared to write it, or somebody come along and be prepared to fund somebody writing it, I, I would say that uh, we'd probably continue it, but uh, the cost is 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 massive. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, I think that's about, unless anyone has any more questions, that is about it um, for me. So uh, thank you very much. Coming on. No problem. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Take care. Zagazan. Take care, Zagazan. Bye bye.